Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Unemployment is so low. Yes. We have been warding off a recession. Inflation is easing. It's still expensive at the grocery store. It still can be expensive at times for fuel. It's kind of fluctuating. But the the idea out there is that things are bad. How do you combat that idea when everything does seem to be going in the right direction, yet people still don't feel like it's going in the right direction? Is it about the economics of the world, or is it just that there's so much negativity out there in general that it kind of seeps into everything? What if it's the fact that things aren't going as well as Katie Turr over at MSNBC wants to tell her audience Uh, that they're going what if the reality is is that people are aware of the reality around them tony katz tony katz today good to be with you of course we had those producer price index numbers those wholesale prices come out today they're up 0.3 percent inflation in general is up to 3.2 percent who believes it's actually that low charles Payne joins us right now you know him from fox news his show on fox business and of course you can get his book unstoppable prosperity unstoppable prosperity dot com uncover charles Payne's time-tested winning strategies for today's stock market you never take investment advice from me you can take investment advice uh, from Charles. <laughs> That's on you. Uh, you. You just got back uh, from Vegas. There, you were there at, at the at the Money Show, and and these two numbers come out: CPI and the PPI. I want to start with that CPI number, that three point two percent higher than expected. Who actually believes it's that low? Do you? No one does. No one does. Um, you know, and, and like there are things in there that's kind of odd, like airlines uh, fee fares down 8%. Has anyone been on a plane lately? Has anyone seen airline fees going down? No. Uh, you know, it's just, and then, of course, uh, uh, you start to talk about some of these other things, like food prices. Are you kidding me? And here's the real deal. Just even, the, let's just say the CPI, you took it at face value. Over the last three years, um, shelters up 17%, food at home up 20%, a new car is up 22%, electricity is up 24%, rents up 24%, transportation is up 27%, gas, utilities up 34%, uh, home prices are up, but you know, again, if you, if you didn't get in at 2%, forget it, you'll never get one. Used car prices up 42%, fuel oil up 59%. And so these are the numbers, really, like this month-to-month stuff and massaging it and X-Factor and takeout shelter, the things that they want to do. Uh, you know, and I can see how, uh, you know, someone in the general media who particularly would be fond of the Biden administration would get it all wrong because yesterday Goldman Sachs put out a headline, core CPI soft for second straight month. Listen, my grammar isn't great, but I, do, I am pretty specific when it comes to words. Maybe soft-er, but it's not soft. Nothing about it was soft. Right. It, it is it is this this constant manipulation uh, of the numbers. And that's one of the things I wanted to go over with you. If you, we take a look at all items, unadjusted 12 months ending July 2023, it's 3.2%. But if you engage all items less food and energy, because they say that those things are volatile, 
it's right. 4.7%, uh, right? So that's the core CPI. Do I pay attention to the overall? Do I pay attention to the core? Which number do you think matters more to Midwest Main Street? Uh, the overall number, but it all matters, right? I mean, the, the whole thing matters, but the overall number, because people out there are actually eating. <laughs> so uh, if the price of food is skyrocketing, it means something. Uh, you know, the Federal Reserve can say, ah, those numbers are so volatile. We just we just ignore them. Oh, oh okay. Um, but that's real life. You know, they start talking about their policies, and they're, they're concerned about the so-called wealth effect and those kind of things. Well, guess what? When people are spending their whole check just to pay rent and eat, there is no wealth effect. Talking to Charles Payne of Fox uh, Business. Uh, Catch him every Monday through Friday at Fox Business. And, of course, the book Unstoppable Prosperity, unstoppableprosperity.com. This then goes into the wholesale prices. Uh, That wholesale pricing is up 0.3%. That is the cost of manufacturing. What it is that's actually being created. Uh, We often speak to Dr. Matt Will. He's an economist out of the University of Indianapolis. And he constantly reminds that take a look at what's happening in those warehouses, what's happening with how people are stocking up for the holidays, with these inventories, and you realize that the manufacturing is down, the wholesale prices are up, so they're actually creating less, and what they create costs more. This is the indicator of the sluggishness of the problems to come. You agree with that? I agree a thousand percent. This also, uh, you know, takes away this notion of so-called greedflation. You know, again, you know, the media and these certain uh, certain uh, economists trying to circle the wagons over the fact that all that free money, modern monetary theory, uh, $6.7 trillion, uh, of, uh, most of it we did not need post-pandemic. Uh, you know, uh, it hasn't worked, has failed miserably because we're still grappling with this inflation, which is one of the most insidious things that can happen to an economy. Uh, and so, you know, producers are t- having to bite the bullet right now. They're obviously having trouble passing these numbers on. And even within that number, you still have uh, two two items, right? You have goods. Uh, which is, which was it's not you know the inflation on goods have come down a lot because we bought all the refrigerators and the cars and the houses but services that number was huge and again that's what we have to look at so you know it's it's still uh, the, the inflationary pressures have not gone away at all and to your point this suggests that they won't go away for a long time. The other one, just really quickly, uh, is is when you hear, like like you heard in that intro, people talk inflation is not inflation. Uh, unemployment is, is so low. Where are we on labor force participation? Uh, and are we seeing with these layoffs that have been coming, especially from the big tech world, uh, are we expecting to see more of that? Is that what you're hearing from the business community? We're going to see more layoffs, uh, but here's what's really happening. Here's the dirty secret about the jobs market. That last job support, uh, there's two surveys. There's an establishment survey and a household survey. And for some reason, they pick and choose which one of those makes the headlines. Uh, the household survey showed a dramatic decline. I think I want to say four or 500,000 less people working full-time and almost a million people working part-time. Hours have gone down considerably. And so, yeah, employers are loath to let people off right now because training folks, particularly in this world where it's no longer about IQ, it's EQ, right? Emotions, you know, you can't criticize anyone. They, they leave the job. They don't want to work on Mondays. They want to work wink, wink from home on Fridays. 
they're like, if I've got a good employee, I'll do what I can to keep them. But those employees, their actual, their actual paycheck is going down because even if you give them a few more bucks, if you take a couple of hours from them or you make them part-time instead of full-time. So there's some real degradation going on within the labor market that is not being talked about at all. And we, everybody now agrees, because you've even seen the, the White House push this. You've already seen uh, large-scale businesses push this. Everybody's got to get back to the office. This remote working led to a horrific amount of, of production, a total lack of production, and no one can survive like this. When Zoom says you got to stop with the Zoom calls and <laughs> come back to work, I mean, <laughs> Zoom told its workers to come back. <laughs> that says it all right there. Talking to Charles Payne of Fox Business. Catch him every Monday through Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. making money with Charles Payne and get the book Unstoppable Prosperity at unstoppableprosperity.com. Going back to some of the things that we're seeing in in this economy is this, as we've described it here, this fight between the Biden administration and really a progressive ideology and Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve. And this is where we get into this interest rate conversation. You talk about housing. I had discussed earlier this week that I almost bought a house last weekend, but stared at that 7% interest rate on a mortgage and and. My wife and I said, we live easy now. There's no need to make it tougher. And there's no guarantee that in three to five years, the interest rates are going to come down to a place that you would refinance. And it was worth it to take the risk uh, at, at uh, the, the moment. Who's winning this fight really between Jerome Powell and Joe Biden, if you would categorize it uh, like that? And what, what are the banks that you're talking to? What are the, the, the smart guys thinking about where interest rates are going to go? Well, there's a big debate about that. Um, there's a huge argument on actually who is winning. You've got a lot of people in the street saying recession is right around the corner. You've got a lot of people in the street saying inflation, another spike in inflation is right around the corner. Um, you know, and what, what has thrown us off, again, we, Tony, we've never dealt with this. We've never, ever even adjusted for inflation. Uh, you, just the amount of money that was artificially poured into this economy, um, it, it just blew everyone's model out of the, out of the water. You cannot... Uh, effectively understand how it skewed everything. Uh, and then on top of the money th- thrown in it, when people didn't have to pay mortgages, what did they spend that money on? When people didn't have to do student loans, I mean, you know, we're going to find out as these student loans, people, folks have to pay these student loans back, uh, and, and credit card interest rates are now 21%, and auto loan interest rates are at a 17-year highs. We're going to start to really find some things out here. So there's some money still slossing around, but not, not as much as there was. Uh, I, I can, so you can argue who's winning between Powell and Biden, but I could tell you who the loser is. The loser are your listeners right now. They're losing big time, big time, uh, because they've dealt with 40-year inflation. Many of them never had to even deal with this. A lot of folks have never never saw this in their lifetime, unless they lived in a, you know, and, and as, as an adult, you would have to be in your 60s, late 50s, 60s, to say this actually dealt with this as an adult. Uh, so this is a first time for so many Americans, and the, the double ed, the double next punch is a recession. So imagine inflation eats up everything, your savings, uh, to your, your, it just erodes everything. And then after that, you deal with a recession that may take your job. It's a hell of a one-two punch. Yeah, the, the recession talk, we talk about what's going on in Europe, and they are in recession, two negative quarters of GDP. You saw that China's exports were down, and, and while I, I – I'm in favor of anything that hurts China economically. Their exports down is because people can't afford to buy the goods uh, around the globe. Um, 
but I'm not wrong in thinking this global recession will come for us. We don't, we're not strong enough to be able to be immune from it. No, no, we're not. Uh, you know, we're, we've got a, a global economy, and you know, this is one of the reasons people argue, like, you know, maybe we should spend a little bit more time beefing up, um, you know, beefing up the uh, the domestic economy. Uh, it, it's going to come for us. There's no doubt about it. Now the question is, is will deflation come for us, which is even a scarier pros- uh, prospect, you know, when you go into some sort of economic death spiral, or, you know, I don't, I don't want to go shopping today for an apple at a dollar if I think it's going to be 95 cents tomorrow. And I won't go tomorrow if I think it's going to be 93 cents next Monday. Charles Payne, uh, the book Unstoppable Prosperity, unstoppableprosperity.com. You can also uh, take a look at some of his live sessions that he does. Also catch him on Fox Business every Monday through Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. Charles, I always appreciate you taking the time to be with us. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.